0: Hi, thanks for tuning in to this one Cool thing Stories podcast. I'm Christopher Ori, Tosa with Las Gata Saratoga Union High School District. If this is your first time listening, this podcast is about telling the stories of our staff at Saratoga High and beyond. The goal is to get to know each other better and to celebrate the great work educators do to support students. By celebrating these great things, my hope is that we can draw inspiration from one another and maybe even be inspired to try something new. In my last podcast episode, I explained a little of how this podcast has evolved from a totally ad hoc type thing to something that I think might become a little bit more regular. That last interview was with a math teacher at Saratoga High, PJM. So check that out if you haven't heard it already. This episode interview is with Nada Masik, our textbook and production technician. I would argue that she's a Keystone employee at Saratoga, along with her partner in the copy room, Janet, because of all that she does to support staff members in her role of distributing textbooks, but also helping with copies and much, much more. While on the surface, a role like that might not sound like a big deal, but let me just say, she saves our staff a ton of time, and the effort has a ripple effect on the education of our students. Not only that, but as you will hear in, in, in the interview, she has a truly warm spirit and positive attitude that has, a, frankly, a really positive impact on a lot of people's lives. And that also has a ripple effect across, uh, across our campus. So I hope you enjoy the interview. Here you go. Welcome, Nada. Uh, thank you for taking the time to, to meet with me to chat really quick. Sure. Um, so this uh, this podcast has been kind of uh, ad hoc and in, infrequent, and the idea is really just to help build connections within our staff and help our staff get to know each other a little bit, but also talk about some some topics that uh, I think are worth uh, discussing. And I think you know the best place to start off is um, <clears throat> if you could tell tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, what's your story? I'm curious what your story is, and I know that. I've heard <laughs> that you have a very unique story, and so well, feel free to uh, divulge as much or as little as you'd like. But can you tell a little bit about your story that led you to Saratoga mm-hmm. and, then, uh, and what led you to your current capacity? Uh, and then, you know, describe that role now.
1: Okay, well, I'll, I'll try to make it short because it can be pretty <laughs> long. Um, I came here to the United States in two thousand so I'm here since then. Came and stayed. Um, back in my old country I used to work as a civil engineer, so coming over that was kind of too difficult to continue that, that kind of profession. and. Uh, since my husband, Tibor Salai, was uh, a librarian at the moment in, in Saratoga High School. I was helping him at the end of the school year, at the beginning, and that way I was becoming more and more familiar with things that were happening here. So, when he retired, I got a call from uh, Mr. Anderson, the principal at that time, if I were willing to help in the copy room. So I was delighted to say yes, mm. since I know uh, staff and, and, and things that were going around. And um, later, when the lady from the textbook room retired, I took over that part. So here I am. Right. 12 years after.
0: (laughs) 12 years later. Later, yes. So you started off in just kind of like a part-time capacity, helping out the copy room. Was there a copy room already, or was that a new position?
1: There was a copy room that was nothing like this, I would say. Uh, Two Xerox machines that at least one was broken per day, if not both of them. And it looked kind of ugly and uh, disorganized. So um, slowly, I started together with Janet Versen to make some more sense, Mm -hmm. to organize things, to make them more efficient, and here we are in the new copy center. Well, and
0: I remember when I joined Saratoga seven years ago, Mm -hmm. the whole idea of there being a copy room with a staff person working it, you were like god to me you know being able to help out um can you like give a little insight into i'm so curious about like the volume that you go through like you know how many staff members you're serving and you know what that what a day looks like
1: well it can be very hectic that's true there are days when it's not as as bad but i think that we are covering at least something to every staff member at the school. Mm-hmm. Some more, some less, but that's how it is. Um, and I think that the main idea from our side from copy center that we are here to, to help uh, teachers and, and other staff as much as we can because I think it's a more valuable for teachers to spend preparing for their lessons and and being with their students than having all day or part of the day frustrations with the machines. Mm -hmm. So I think that we help in that sense. And as time goes by, uh, we learn the habits and and likings or dislikings. Yeah. Uh, what teachers want to be done how and I think that helps so so they don't have to worry about that besides that we can help with now with making posters, laminating things yeah. cutting, sorting um, if they need any help uh, with Photoshop with uh, Corel Draw uh, this Adobe now I have that pro version so I can uh, organize their PDFs, everything. Uh, Whatever we can do, we are ready to do that. Yeah.
0: So. And you always, both you and Janet, always have such an open mind and willingness and, and uh, friendliness to you that makes it so, so easy and helpful. And gosh, I can just say from my own perspective, you really do save a, us a ton of time in our, <coughs> you know, our prep and not having to battle the the copiers and it's it's, i think it was
1: interesting at the beginning i remember first couple of days when i came here in the copy room uh teachers were doing things by themselves they were standing in line and doing that one by one Mm -hmm. and uh, it took about two three days uh until the senor rodriguez was the Mo- bravest of them and said okay I'll leave this for you to do it yeah. so, okay finally yeah. <laughs> so that's how it started I I guess that they did not have the best experience from before okay. so they wanted to be sure yeah <laughs> this will be done yeah the way they want and when they want yeah so that's how it, it started to build up and we made uh, those uh, request forms they we were reshaping them this way that way so i think now it's pretty easy yeah to fill out especially now when we can send um, those requests through email right and that saves paper saves time
0: definitely yeah.
1: and you know as i said i can redo all kinds of things what's necessary
0: yeah yeah i know it's a. Na- it's gotten to the point now where it seems like a very well-oiled machine. You guys really have a system, and everybody kind of gets how how it works, and they figured out how they best work. And you guys uh, meet people's needs. You know, some people prefer paper, some people prefer electronics. Some like to do all their planning uh, like a month in advance. Others yes. are the day of.
1: Yes. And you guys yes. are great and with, no, with accommodating
0: all of those needs.
1: Absolutely. After so many years, I <coughs> practically already know what.
0: Who it'll Did be and it? what they'll want, yeah.
1: <laughs> yes, and so so uh, sometimes we remind them when I say we, meaning including Janet, yeah, of course, um, because we are a team, yeah. Uh, so we would remind them, do you need this? When do you need this? And that's that's helpful, I guess. Yeah. So we are ready, you know, for a big volume or when when there is not so much to be done we have some other, have other things to do so do. yeah. yeah it's never a dull moment here uh,
0: no, definitely well um, one question I'm curious about you know one of the focuses uh, of this podcast is trying to tease out ways that our staff connects with each other and we have such mm-hmm. a diverse staff and the way that they do that um, whether that's connecting with students or connecting with staff members themselves um, you have a very interesting role in which you're interacting with so many people in so many different ways, but I'm curious, um, what are some ways that you build connections, either just inherently with people Mm -hmm. or um, maybe uh, specific strategies? Or how do you connect? How do you see connections build on on campus?
1: Well, I guess that's of course, an individual thing. Um, My approach is just to let the person first do what they want. Say, you know, explain from the distance, and then I'm coming kind of closer and closer, and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, after a while, the the connection is kind of warmer, mm-hmm. because if you jump immediately and boom, 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 put your demands or things, people kind of oof. yeah. Um, so that's that's my approach in life and at at, at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, just let the other side uh, uh, say what they want and how they want and then I try to remember if I have any suggestion I try to give them my opinion but I'm not forcing it Mm -hmm. or I will do the way they want and make an example what I thought and then you know we compare and ask would you like this or not
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that's how it goes little by little you know yeah little crumble comes and, and mm-hmm. you make something yeah that, well, that works out
0: and fundamentally what that incrementally builds mm-hmm. is trust
1: yes right yes and, yes and what
0: I see you having now is is a great deal of trust with so many staff members where now you have the ability to say hey I think you should do this sure. and you know you know the people who will say okay yeah uh, you know, <laughs> not you a won't. knows best
1: <laughs> well uh, maybe not always but I, I'm guessing that they are willing to forgive if I yeah. <laughs> go overboard sometimes. Oh, totally. But uh, I'm always trying to do that with best intentions, of yeah. course, to yeah. make them. Yeah. Yeah, that's,
0: that's great. That's it. That's great. Um, you know, one of the title of this podcast is, you know, one cool thing stories, and uh, you know, I've been really trying to champion champion this idea of celebrating and sharing the great things that people do in hopes that it may inspire others to try it themselves and apply it to their own uh unique context and so i often refer to these as like one cool thing moments or Mm -hmm. aha moments and so i'm just i'm curious if you can describe maybe a one cool thing moment you experienced um either work related or maybe completely outside of work uh, Mm -hmm. and how how did it happen and what impact did it have on you (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, uh, as, as we talked before, uh, that Google card
0: a oh, Google cardboard
1: cardboard was very interesting. Let's say lately that uh, sparked some interesting ideas for me uh, when you showed that to the staff. I was here around, and um, it was interesting to see how the technology actually is mimicking the history. I don't know the name of that gadget that they had before, but it was showing uh, the pictures like 3D, but it was not like the the space, feeling of the space. But now with all these things, uh, we are of course advancing and having fun. I don't know if I can implement that here yeah. But it, for sure, <clears throat> it's it's the thing that I will use in my private life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking around.
0: Yeah. Well, so a little background. So we did the I did a mm-hmm. lunchtime PD session. Those those listening on, uh, yeah, Google Cardboard and uh, Google Tour Builder, mm-hmm. where uh, teachers and or students could create a uh, basically a virtual tour and be able to uh, load that on their phone and then be able to put the. Flip the phone on its side and put it in this cardboard contraption mm-hmm. up, hold up against the eyes, and then it makes it's a f- it, it, it's very a
1: th- 3D. Yes, view. 3D, 3D, and and as I said, you, you get have that spa- feeling of space yeah. more than those things before. I didn't find the name of of that gadget. There is something.
0: Yeah, well, there's all sorts of different, you know, cardboard mm-hmm. holders mm-hmm. that can hold the phones, and then mm-hmm. there's more advanced, advanced like oh, actual yeah. devices like the Oculus. Yeah.
1: Yes, for you know
0: w- where, um, you know, then it's a, a full-on mm-hmm. augmented reality or virtual yes. reality environment. Usually for
1: those games.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of people think about it yeah. for games, but I think there's s- some real exciting potential on campus for. Oh,
1: definitely. Yeah. I'm for sure, it would be very helpful to have that. With all these applications and other things,
0: yeah. Well, and you know, it's an interesting thing because you kind of touched on it. But the other thing that you do is you work in the textbook room, yes. right? So, I wonder if there would be a way that we could start partnering, you know, finding tours that would be aligned with some of our textbooks and well, develop yeah. some of those tours that would then kids could see a a virtual or you know representation of these places that they're learning about in their textbooks and then wonder if even publishers might start producing. I'm those sure
1: too. that would be very exciting. Yeah. Because there is so many nice things that they're they're studying and, and if you can see it you know, almost to touch it. Yeah. I would say. That that would be interesting. Yeah. I would be happy if I were a student and had the right <laughs> yeah, opportunity. I
0: agree. Yeah. Um so next question is uh something i'm curious what's something that you do that you're proud of or uh alternatively maybe something you're a part of that you're proud
1: Mm -hmm. of well i'm proud to be a part of this copy center team Mm -hmm. and very proud that janet and i can provide uh, a good service for for teachers and staff, because as I said earlier, it was not like that 10, 12 years ago (laughs) when I came. So I'm very happy that everybody, or I would say most of them are happy and satisfied with what we are doing. Uh, And I'm proud how I organized the textbook room as well, because when I came it was, I would say, chaotic Mm -hmm. a little bit. So after several years, I managed to put everything in order or by my liking, and now that's one huge 3,000 pieces, jigsaw, I would say, (laughs) that I put together, (laughs) so every book, every textbook has its own spot, it cannot be anywhere else, and um, it's organized in a way that Anyone who comes in can very easy find what they what they want and what they need. So that makes me proud because I got a lot of comments and, and praises from some people who worked in the li- other libraries or with textbooks. And they said that they had never seen anything organized as that. That's so awesome. I have to say I am proud about that.
0: As you should be. <laughs> and I know so many people are so grateful for what yeah what you've done with the textbook room but also in in the copy room do you feel do you feel like your background with civil engineering helped you
1: definitely yes yes because working as a civil engineer i became aware how uh important the support staff are Mm -hmm. Uh, when finishing those projects and 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 you know finishing all those things that we had Uh, We had two ladies as well who were doing our copies, uh, those blueprints and and they were amazing. Mm -hmm. They would really save us big time. So um, early in my professional life I realized that and that's why I'm always giving everything uh, I can do. to deal with maybe minor things but you never know Mm -hmm. those things can be maybe more important than they look like at the moment and um, I think it's important to do that very professional Mm -hmm. the best you can
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, and that's my goal and I really enjoy it. I like machines when they're working (laughs) (laughs) so here I, I have the combination what I like the machines, the computers, the papers yeah. make it look nice, professional, and it makes an impact to students. I remember at the beginning, those originals masters, some of them were crooked, uh, right. dark, this and that, and now when I look at them, most of them are now uh, nice and straight. And, absolutely. And yeah, it makes an impact.
0: It absolutely does. You know, all of our you know classified staff on campus are all contributing to the education of our students you know mm-hmm. and and it's this collective effort that we're all a part of and you know the work you do makes us better teachers it makes our students get a better education and exactly. it's, it's so valuable it's so important and uh you know it it i'm really glad you pointed that out because i i totally feel that and feel that um you know, it's a, it's a shared credit that we're all a part of.
1: Yes, every little example that, that can be provided to them will leave some impact. Less, more or less, doesn't matter, but it piles up. It adds yeah. up. Uh, because I remember in when I went to a high school, I went to a technical high school, mm-hmm. and I had some great teachers who would point to those little things mm-hmm. that we as the students didn't think that it's important but it is it is it is it makes you look more professional more efficient and that's what I'm trying to apply here
0: absolutely it's hard to quantify but it's definitely we know that it makes a difference and I think you could understand how (coughs) um, inefficiencies can help can start to slow us down can bog us down with with things distract us and that then has this ripple negative impact. So mm-hmm. it's it's, mm-hmm. it's very clear and not obvious to understand how yes. those little things make a positive And difference.
1: makes me happy when I see <laughs> that something is nicely done. Excuse me. It's some kind of my own satisfaction. Yeah. Done on time, done the way it should be. hmm It's it's a good feeling. It's Absolutely. a good feeling.
0: That's great. It is. Um, well the last thing I'm curious about is if there's um anything at Saratoga that you wish we were talking more about or doing more to address do you see or hear things come up that you wish we were focusing on more talking more about
1: well I don't know I'm not you know as a teacher I'm sure you guys have much more to say about that Uh, so far I'm very happy with this i'm happy to be in the new copy center oh yeah that was in my <laughs>
0: gorgeous new room
1: yes <coughs> um, so by now i'm i'm a happy camper
0: awesome thank you well thank you for all that you do to support us and we love working with you and all that you do for our staff and our students and uh thank you so much for taking well, the well thank
1: you it was my pleasure and if i can do anything more i'm always open i like any kind of suggestions oh yeah it will make my work better
0: we didn't even talk about it but you love a a good challenge i do yeah i do (laughs) so you're a great you're a great thought partner when a when a challenge comes up and bounce ideas
1: anything new i'm here i love it ready
0: that's great okay all right well thanks so much for your time thank you Okay, well thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Hopefully you know Nada a little bit better and have a greater appreciation for her work and the work of our classified staff at large. I think her interview really reminds us how even small things people do to support one another in official or totally unofficial capacities can have positive impacts on our students' education. It's our collective impact on students that makes us great. So until next time, share the cool things you do and actively seek out new cool things all the time. You never know what might be your next one cool thing. Thanks for listening.